episode of the Steve Sash Schwartz podcast where we discuss all things related to contemporary art. Tonight we're going to be talking about um, my blister pack paintings and uh, that's just like a phrase that I use and it relates to the, these textured kind of paintings that I work with and uh, I know we're doing something very visual but many people are just listening to the podcast so um, I'm gonna try to make it verbal and visual because, duh, I'm a visual-oriented person. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, yeah, if you can see what I'm doing here, and that's just like a little grouping, a collection of pieces that I'm working with. And if you can see, there's like characteristic things about it. They all have black frames. They're the same size. They have uh, what you call it. Um, they share the same palette, which is like, uh, what you call it, uh, primary colors. And, um, okay, so they all share a similar vocabulary, right? And um, I get really into materials. And one way of uh, getting into work is like, you know, as a, an artist with a studio practice, generally people love to paint, they love to sculpt, they love to get their hands in the clay, they love to do whatever, and it's a, a physical process, okay? It's not generated beyond them, and it's, it's exploratory. That is my interest in art. It, you know, it's about curiosity, it's about discovery, and um, following your nose, like what this famous trapper guy said in Africa, like, uh, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. Perfectly fits like a, what you call a 20th century, like abstract expressionist process oriented mentality, right? You're following your nose, you're following your intuition. The subconscious, the unconscious is everything. In those days, like it was all about like Freud discovering things that are unspoken and whatever. and before they that they were beneath notice so like uh, yeah time to address that so like abstract expressionism process art even earlier than that in cubist stuff like um, it really got into tapping into the unconscious right okay so um, this again like shares something with that because in some ways like my work looks really clean and tight but it's like uh, not I mean, it's very process-oriented, really. Like, it's not like I say, okay, I wanna have a certain look, it's gonna look like this. And no, uh, it kind of evolved into a style, a lexicon, and like, um, there's more to be said within that language bracket, right? So that's what I'm exploring. And there's a, nothing formulaic about it. Um, right. So like, uh, one of the things, I don't know where to jump into this, right? Okay, so let's just say the textures. I've been working with these like uh, recycled materials and uh, that kind of concept, making something uh, neglected and turned into garbage, making it into art, uh, trinkets into transcendence kind of thing. I think I stole that phrase from somewhere. <laughs> But anyway, it's like that, like, okay, we're making all this waste, like, okay, and then it's just like there for an eternity, 
no, like we should make something of it. Anyway, it's just a philosophy I have. Probably kind of hippy dippy, but whatever. It's kind of cool. So, um, one thing I got into, and for years now, I've been doing this for, I don't know, whoa, like 20 years, more than 20 years, like taking these plastic things that, um, like, what do you call it? Uh, they're called blister packs and tools, gum, medicine, uh, what you call it, like uh, allergy pills, any kind of pills, everything, medicine, um, toys, like our whole sold world is shown to us in these blister packs and this plastic casing that's to prevent robbery at the same time showcase um, what it's trying to sell, right? And so like I'm taking that, okay, so once you buy the thing, and it's done as work, you throw it away. But I think, God, an artist once upon a time probably designed this fucking thing to shape around this toolbox or the screwdriver, hammer, whatever the fuck it is. And uh, also, like now, I'm sure it's generated in some 3D rendering kind of thing, but it still has like this kind of feeling like, wow, like this is considered and it's here to showcase something to reveal. It's very much like architecture and at the same time to be discarded immediately. And I thought, oh my God, what a rich vocabulary to work with, right? So I've been collecting these things forever and I started like assembling them in these weird collage-like shapes and what have you. And uh, I mean, uh, configurations, whatever. And um, to me, they always convey like this kind of urban sort of architecture or built kind of community thing. And it totally makes sense. Like we live within our products that we make and we're all here to sell everything right like everybody sells something or you cannot keep the lights on and it's a weird concept but it's called capitalism and like no one criticizes anyone about it because of course we have to keep the lights on right so um, I think it's fascinating how this kind of thing evolved the blister packs I have some over here well, just to quickly show you, you know, they can just be anything, like, whoa, toothbrush containers, or like, uh, gum, gum is great, I don't know what the heck that thing is, some tool from Home Depot, blah, 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 okay, I think you get the idea, this kind of thing, whatever the heck, a scissor, so anyway, they're all like, shaped and designed is the thing. They all have their own architecture, their own structure, their own tensile strength, right? Like resists crunching, and then at the same time, like reveals the product is trying to show. It's fucking genius. So like as an art tool, as opposed to like some paint or clay or glaze or whatever, you know, why not this as a tool? And guess what? The first freaking uh, collage was the first recycling for real, right? And that was Picasso and Brock. Crop a little newspaper, a little whatever you call it, napkin at their fucking cafe, slap it onto the painting, boom. Like, like that thing's not discarded any longer. Now it's a piece of art. It's worth a fortune, but that's another story. <laughs> but anyway, conceptually, it's the first recycling, 100%. No question about it, right? And um, so I don't know, this is inheriting that tradition like in a massive way, but I love the architecture 
of these little plastic things. And I also think, so when you start arranging them into sequences, like I do blah, 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 whatever, you know, um, it creates like, a, to me, it looks like this could be like an overview of a World's Fair somewhere in New York or whatever. It looks like architectural planning. And uh, I'll show more of these and everything, but uh, so that's one aspect of my work, like repurposing like older stuff, making it new to, again, and uh, giving it a life. Like a life is a whole huge thing about art, of course. Like each of my pieces, I want to generate its own like resonant frequency. Like it means something beyond me, beyond like, it's just like, okay, you feel something there. It's like this thing giving something, right? It's not just something like a fucking flat poster on the wall. Okay, so anyway, um, so anyway, you can see these sequences of blister packs, blah, 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 that's an element of my work. I guess I'm breaking it down to like illustrate like what my work's about. I don't know. I'm doing all this because I thought like uh, once upon a time, like, wow, what a great medium. Like, man, you can talk to people and like, I don't know, my daughters, my granddaughters, their children like can understand like, oh, look at your kooky grandfather, whatever, he like, blah, 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 said this or that, and other artists and stuff, and uh, it's also about like owning your own content, like I have this great fucking thing going on Instagram, gazillion followers, blah, 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 it was hacked, disappeared overnight, I'm like, wow, I did all that for them, they made it, it took me like forever to make it, and like, uh, what do I have to show for it? Zero. So this kind of thing, I have something, right? There's a legacy and I thought, wow, wouldn't it have been cool if this technology existed and like if we could hear Van Gogh going off in his own words, like about whatever, just talking shit, you know? That would be amazing, Monet, Manet, any of these guys, African art, I don't care who it is, like I loved it. And so I thought, wow, what a great tool. And, you know, I know these guys and they wrote stuff and whatever, but it's not the same thing as seeing and feeling a personality and then the frame of mind that they were in at that given moment, which I'm in obviously a loopy kind of frame of mind. So like, that's why I'm doing this thing. <laughs> so like, uh, you know what I mean? Like what a fucking, um, I don't know, asset, like, uh, whatever. So I'm going beyond myself. So. Okay, another element, if I'm breaking it down, it's like, yeah, you see primary colors and like, I don't know, to me, primary colors are like a shorthand for like every color, right? Because within the three, plus black and white, of course, uh, you can make every color in the universe. And I needed something just to like laser in what matters, what makes sense. And also that made me relate to the high modernness and the mid 20th century, century uh, the distilled movement, like Mondrian, Malavis, the Suprematists, all those guys that were paring down everything, getting into really geometric shapes and shit. And, uh, and their whole philosophy about it too. And to me, in, in my personal life, it related to like color therapy. And I was thinking like, well, okay, you're really blue and gloomy. You're in like this shit storm of a dumpster fire fucking life. What makes you feel good? What's gonna make you get up in the morning? So I think of like sunflowers, sunshine, blah, 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 yellow, 
yellow pared down everything just yellow the essence of yellow really spoke to me and I thought okay well let's take that further what else is like really elementary and substantive red 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 just spoke to me blood guts love passion blah 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 and um, so like red and so it just fell from there like obviously blue or the cyan sort of family uh, more like chromium blue but anyway um, you know that substantiated all the blues and that whole mood and everything associated with blue and blues and whatever okay so like you take those three it's a shorthand for every color and I just love that I needed something paring down to essentials right I had to grip get a grip on reality in this world since 2020 the whole culture has been nothing but uncertainty personally it's been nothing but uncertainty and I needed some mother freaking certainty right so like one thing that all, always gave me solace was uh, the process of making art I don't care if it's conceptual or process oriented or whatever you kind of whatever your orientation is just making art was incredibly satisfactory which is also my argument against AI but anyway this is why I did all this and this is why the primary colors really spoke to me in a fundamental way and then that obviously aligned me with like uh, what you call it you know Mondrian and all those guys that are you know dialed in completely and but okay so you can riff on that you could play with that and also it's like a co-conspirator or it's like okay I got this I'm gonna take it from here yo you know and anyway I don't give a fuck if they came before or not because I'm gonna do it anyway and so that like feels really good you know because like yeah okay they could lead the way I can carry the torch or like fuck it I don't care I'm doing it and um, but you do learn from your, your I am standing on the shoulders of history yes I love it I admit it it's fabulous and fan fucking fantastic artists but anyway so that has a lot to do with the color therapy like I just thought like and the palette I need to pare down I need to have it speak into me but also um, from the artist's perspective it's like it's always like a white ground with these objects upon it because I've broken up the plane a million different ways and it doesn't work the, fun, the fucking same way whatsoever. I guess that's a more formalist like approach, but um, I don't know. Artists out there can kind of get what I'm talking about. But so like, yeah, it's definitely like background with an object on top of it, right? Even though they're geometric abstractions and whatever. So very cool, whatever. Okay, so those are the components of my work. And, um, but I have to say, okay, all that is like, um, I'm describing like, you know, the elements, the mechanics of like making a piece of art. But in the end, uh, I want to convey something. I want people to feel something. I want them to feel a great mood. I want them to feel, uh, what do you call it? Like um, having a respite, a little meditation from the chaos of the craziness of life and everything. And uh, that is really a motivation for me. Like, you know, when I'm looking at this, if I'm looking at some great piece of art anywhere, um, 
a Vermeer, you know, whatever your special moment is with a piece of art, it's just sublime, right? It's next level. I'm trying to convey that, and I also want to give people peace of mind. And in other words, it's not just decorative. It's not just like, oh, a pretty picture on a wall. Oh, that's lovely. Ooh, ooh. Okay, but I can't eat great. All for fabulous, you know, but okay, I want the eye candy, but I want it to operate on a deeper level as well and be meaningful and stuff. And, you know, that's just me. And so that's what I'm doing with my work.